I have a question. It's just, it's not. I'm sure, you do. Most of the time, we ask evergreen kind of questions, like, "Oh, is food good?" Um, but this, <laughs> this is actually just specifically right now. Like, I'm, uh, I haven't watched TV in a while. What are the? And now there's so many new sources of original content, like you know, Netflix, Amazon, Bravo, uh, Hulu, uh, all these different uh, channels having original programming. What are like some good TV shows? What are your favorite TV shows? I'm curious. You left out HBO since that's your former employer. Yeah, no, but HBO, I know to look for them, oh. and I, I like Silicon Valley, and I don't like Game of Thrones, and I like Veep, so I'll tell you right there. And hey, not, I think you and I have the same playlist. I don't. So on I'm Showtime, a, I like Shameless, and that's about it. But but so what else? I, I'm a bad person to ask. I don't watch a lot of TV. I can tell you that I've probably watched I don't know eight or ten different shows in the last year or two. Okay, so let me run down the shows I've liked in the last year or sure. two, and you tell me. I watch if you've sports seen them. on TV. I watch golf. I, I that don't, shows you what a. I have never what a worthless watched, person I am. That's I have never my, watched. I love to watch golf, but I, but I, and we may have talked about this before. So forgive me if, if this is redundant. But I do. So I like sports a lot, and I like to watch sports on TV, especially with friends or family. So my son Salman, as we've mentioned, is a big soccer fan, and he and I, and the co-host of the excellent podcast Forty for Two. That's true. It is our podcast. But uh, for instance, most weekends during the European club uh, football season from August until May, most weekends, but not all, we go to a pub, a bar, where um, we watch with our fellow Barcelona um, fan club members. It's a wonderful, wonderful uh, fan club called the Peña. And, um, and, and that's awesome. That's my favorite TV to watch is going to a pub, especially like on a Saturday morning at 10 a.m. because you can drink. And there's nothing like drinking early on a weekend. I just find I find that's restorative. And um, what, what do you drink? Guinness, which I love, and they have really great Guinness at the pub where we happen to go called Smithfield Hall. I'm gonna have to remember this excellent. You should come. Health, it's a lot of fun. Advice. Super a lot of fun. But anyway, okay. House so, of Cards. Do you like it? I have watched House of Cards. How do you want me to answer it? Like scale of one to ten, or cool? yeah, would you recommend it? I would recommend it, but it's a totally humorless show. And I'm not much for humorless in life generally, especially in my entertainment. Like, Arrested Development. Yeah, I liked Arrested Development. That's although a funny not show. the one that not the one that came back. Not, not the, the fourth season, the but redo. the first three seasons. Yeah, it was good. It was good. I, I only watched that years later. So Silicon Valley. I like it. I think it's clever and I like interesting. It. And I actually feel like it probably does a much better job of portraying not real life in Silicon Valley than a lot of um, non traditional nonfiction sources like journalism. I feel like it's written kind of from the inside out. I don't know if that's true, but uh, it feels like you know how that world is really happening. Veep. I watch Veep sometimes. I think it's okay. What's more accurate, Veep or House of Cards? <laughs> you know, there were parallels in this season, or there have been parallels in this season. The let's see, the presidents. There was the death. Well, I don't want to say. Maybe I, I don't want to say. I haven't seen the full watch. season. Yeah, yeah sorry. People die. Um, uh, which is more accurate? Uh, <laughs> that's an interesting question. So the, one of the things that um, I don't like so much about House of Cards is the depth of the conspiracies is so profound that it's hard to take them seriously, even if there have been conspiracies that are truly that deep and dark. So I, I have no idea which one is more realistic. I'm guessing kind of House of Cards. You mentioned Mozart in the Jungle on Amazon. Yeah, there was this, this one episode 
where the conductor brings the uh, the orchestra to play in an abandoned lot in some marginal-ish neighborhood, and it's in, and it's just a total goosebump episode. Sort of like the Beatles rooftop concert. Sort of like the Beatles rooftop concert. Yeah, I think we've gone through literally probably that's probably at least fifty percent of the shows I've seen in the last catastrophe year on Amazon. Um, I don't Rob Delaney, so. good comedian. Oh, I did. I looked at it. I yeah. I checked it out. Um, it's all right. Jim Gaffigan show. Haven't I know it exists. I like his Chrysler commercials, which I see on the Golf Channel. The the Jim Gaffigan show is brilliant and funny. I get a kick out of him, his persona. I just I know it only marginally. Louis. I watched a few episodes of uh, Louis, and I liked it fine. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. I I used uh, in years past. I watched a few episodes of it, and I thought it was pretty clever and fun and funny and smart-ish, but very one-notey after a while. The league, which, uh, which by the way, comedy show about sports. I watched. I did watch. It's you're really good at naming the shows that I've seen. Well, because I'm naming all the best shows, and you you or maybe for I've someone seen, who only watches sports shows, you've watched every single one of the shows I've I, named. Maybe I watch more TV than I think. I did watch a little bit of League, and again, I found it kind of clever and funny, but very samey. I'll tell you um, one that you haven't named that I watched. That I uh, like. I'm going to guess it. Okay, Ballers. Uh, I did this watch is a show some about ballers. sports. Yeah. It was our, it's okay. It's okay. I think Dwayne The Rock is a better actor than I ever gave him credit for. Yes, but, uh, he because that show he's he doesn't call himself The Rock anymore. He's Dwayne Johnson. Well, what's after Rock? Paper, maybe. Or scissors. <laughs> Dwayne, but probably paper. I'm James the Paper <laughs> Altucher. <laughs> and I rap rock. Um The Mindy Project. I love Mindy, Kayla. Oh my God, I hate that show. I love her. Why do you name the one show I don't like? Every other show I liked. I don't love the show, but I love her. I yeah, just she's love good. her because there's something, there's some kind of, she actually reminds me of you a little bit. There's some combination of like smart and funny, but also a little bit like needing, you know, approval, like needing to be liked and really confident in some areas, but not in others. And just, I find her very, totally, totally, totally beguiling. Hey, I'm going to take a minute to think while James reads this word from our sponsor. We will be right back. Today's show is sponsored by Howl.fm, which is an awesome comedy podcast network likened to being the Netflix for podcasts, brought to you by the same people that bring you all of your favorite Earwolf shows, including my biased personal favorite question of the day. With Howl Premium, you get exclusive access to the entire archives of The Art of Wrestling with Colt Cabana. Discover or rediscover over 300 episodes of hilarious stories, special guest interviews, rare wrestling music, and more. And if you love Cole Cabana, Hal Premium also gives you access to Pro Wrestling Fringe, a miniseries from Cole Cabana that you won't find anywhere else. With Hal Premium, you also get exclusive access to over 150 hours of new Hal original miniseries and audio documentaries like The Complete Woman, which I guarantee you will probably be my favorite series, Finding the Funny with the Sklar Brothers, and Fruit. You also gain access to over 100 comedy albums, all the archives from WTF with Mark Maron, which I probably will listen to as well, and every episode of every Earwolf show, such as Comedy Bang Bang and How Did This Get Made. Get access to all this exclusive content on your iPhone, your Android phone, and on the web for only $4.99 a month, and with the promo code QOD, you get a full month of free trial. To redeem your promo code, Make sure you create your account on the web at howl.fm and enter QOD at checkout. That's H-O-W-L dot F-M 
and use the promo code QOD for a one-month free trial of Howl Premium. Name some other shows I might have seen or not seen. Uh, Shameless on Showtime. Breaking Bad. Oh, Better Call Saul, new show. I, I've heard of all of those, and I've never seen one episode of any of That's them. That's because they're more drama, so you won't like them as much. Yeah, I mean, I know that, uh, look, I know that these are, you know, legendary-ish shows in the modern TV realm. I just, um... Everybody I, likes Game of Thrones. I don't like that. I've never seen three minutes. I've seen, like, 20 seconds of a trailer. Does it have dragons? Uh, I don't even know. Is that, is Nathan, it super does it have dragons? Yeah. It has See, dragons, according uh, to our producer. Not, and I'll tell you, I I am a person who literally has a hard time sometime remembering whether certain things are fictional or not. Like dragons, dinosaurs, unicorns. It's not always obvious to me at first blush which of those is real and which is not. That's um, a little bit... Is that a statement on education? Apparently it is, yeah. Also, I watched a lot of Dragon Tales with my kids when they were little. Remember that show? Dragon Tales, Dragon Tales. It's almost time. No, I don't remember. Yeah, it's a pretty terrible show, but we watched a lot of it. And so I think that somehow the idea of you know dragons being real in your kid's bedroom somehow... Curb Your Enthusiasm? I used to watch it a little bit. It's funny, in the beginning, he, he, he was too dystopian or dyspeptic uh, for me by a long shot. And then... Uh, and then I got used to it and came to l- late, love the show. More than Seinfeld? What's better, Seinfeld or Curb Your Enthusiasm? I don't know. Better is subjective. I'm not much for that. Here's the thing. When you talk about things like TV shows, music, even writer, whatever, I've never been one of those people who says this is better than that just because I don't think that any one person— well, I- I'm sure. First of all, I'm sure I'm a hypocrite, and I'm sure I do say it. I just find that when you're passing judgment on especially things like that that are harder to quantify than, you know, yards gained, let's say, that I just prefer to say I like this or I love it or I hate it as opposed to this is better than that because well, it's hard for me to say. Let's that say- said, if you ask me, is the writing on The Sopranos better or worse than the writing on Show Why? Billions, let's say, which is a show that I have watched some. And Billions, are well, Brian Koppelman, the writer of Billions, was our, our guest co-host. Exactly. And as it turns yeah, out, an old of friend of mine is a writer, Willie Reale, on that show, which I didn't know until Brian told us. So, like, I like Billions. It's fun. But, like, The Sopranos, to me, is a, is a cut above in terms of... I, I, I think they're just as good. I, I like Billions a lot. I think if, you're, if you know that world, you could appreciate a lot okay, more so of the Okay, so let subtleties. me rephrase it. I like The Sopranos more. I'm so, not saying it's better, not saying it's worse. So here's the question. Here's the real question underlying this, which this is, is that, all preamble. This was all preamble. Given that there's been a lot more outlets for TV shows, which is, means there's been a lot more outlet for creativity and original programming and real talent to kind of show itself as opposed to just on the three major networks. Do you think watching TV as a uh, uh, a legitimate art form is viable as opposed to let's say reading a book? Before a lot of people read a book before going to bed and think that they're kind of intellectually superior to those who watch TV before Not going to bed. Not many people do. I mean, if you look at the data on how many books are read versus how much TV is consumed, that's true. But I'm saying, I'm saying for those, is TV something for worthwhile those, um, to watch right now? Sure, do whatever you want. I mean, other than that, I mean, is there? Can you learn something artistically from a good, well-written TV show? Sure. Like, yeah. what's your what's your favorite TV show to, to that you think is wow? I just saw that, and that was a work of art. 
I mean, I wouldn't use a phrase like that just because why wouldn't it be a work of art? Because that's, you know, well, I mean, okay, it, it Malcolm is in the middle. Malcolm in the middle is not like a work of art. I'll what, is, say. what do you mean, work of art? How what I does Met that Your even Mother. Mean? Everything's a work of art. All right, you but, make like, it up. but like artistic. Like, I've seen a lot of art that. I would much rather watch All right, TV good point. from. Good point. It's all subjective. But something- I, mean, I mean, you're making fun of the snobbery of people who read books and think they're superior, but then you immediately go to the other model, which is say that art, art, because it's in museums, is somehow superior to TV. I don't. You're, I just don't look at the world that way. It's a good point. Let's have a fight. Although Let's I feel, I feel like this. some of the storytelling in some TV shows and some of the comedy in some TV shows is just so funny. I don't know. It's just beautiful to me. Like watching an episode of Louis. Starring Louis C.K. and written by Louis C.K. and, and produced by Louis C.K. Uh, some of them, I, I think, are directed by him. I think The Sopranos. That, that is just that that touches me. Those shows. I think The Sopranos is, I guess, my favorite TV show ever because it did a lot of different things that I enjoyed or did a lot of different things that I considered doing them well. By it, the way, a drama and not a comedy. So even though yeah, you like comedy, it was very Sopranos comic. Was a, a drama. Yeah, but it was very comic. There were tons and tons and tons of extraordinarily wonderful and astute and often nuanced comic touches from nicknames to language to plot to whatever. But also I liked that it had the it did it performed the function that nonfiction sometimes performs but used to perform more regularly, which is bring you into a world that we rely on nonfiction to perform. I mean, in the old and old and olden days, I think a lot of the reason that people read novels was to get inside worlds where you had no access, you know, Madame Bovary or even The Catcher in the Rye. I mean, if you think about it, you know, these exposures to worlds or characters that the average person just didn't know what they were like. And then TV and media generally exposed more vistas to more people. And then, you know, I think one reason that reality TV is what it is and became what it became was because it had to go so, it had to become so outrageous to get beyond what we'd already been exposed to that it turned into like, you know, this carnivalesque, like you had to be extraordinarily colorful, bold, brash, nutso, whatever, heightened. Everything had to be heightened. So The Sopranos or a show like that, which I just happen to like The Sopranos, what I think it did well, among many other things, was brings you into a world that is a real part of the world, right? These are real-ish families, people, you know, bad guys, good guys, blah, 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 blah. And it shows you how that whole kind of firmament exists. It shows you relationships between different people within it. It shows you uh, it's a whole lot like, you know, if you're an anthropologist and you study in-groups and out-groups, there's a lot in there about that. The language, all this stuff about like the northern New Jersey Italian dialect that was in there, like Gabagool instead of Capicola and all this stuff. Mortality, how times change and society generally, relative values. I, I just, I thought it was just like a total, total knockout on all those kind of eggheady levels, but it was just fun to watch. And it took this guy who on paper was execrable. Is that how you say that word? I don't know. I know how you spell it. A, a nasty guy kills people, beats people up, steals, extorts, and doesn't think about it at all. Like on paper, pure psychotic. And somehow, as a piece of theater, as a piece of writing and acting and performing, made you root for him. But you think the thing is, that's interesting because a lot of modern dramas are sort of like that. Like, look at Breaking Bad. The main character was essentially like, went from being a chemistry teacher to this drug lord. 
Uh, so wait, you're saying he's bad because he was a chemistry teacher or a drug dealer? <laughs> Probably both. And then uh, even in Mad Men, uh, you know, Don Draper wasn't the nicest guy in the mm, world. Quite the opposite, yeah. So, but again, sim- similar paradigm. There's a lot of these shows out there where the drama kind of explores the comedy. Even in Billions, which we just discussed, you don't really know who the good guy is and who the bad guy is. It's yeah, not as Damian clear-cut. Lewis is so much more fun to watch. He is, but but Paul Giamatti is not necessarily a good guy in that who plays the DA hunting down the quote-unquote bad you know, hedge fund manager. All right, here's the question today, James. Someone's listening to Question of the Day podcast. They, they know there's that Dubner guy and there's that James guy. And they're thinking about it later on. I've listened to a bunch of episodes. Who's the bad guy? Who's the good guy, James? Uh, I'm probably the bad guy, actually. Why do you say that? Well, I just don't have the answer to anything. And on the next episode of Question of the Day, same question channel, same question time. James, there's a question here from someone whose initials are SJD and lives in New York City. SJD, that's like Stephen J. Dubner. And he wants, he or she, maybe, wants to know from James Altucher, how do I learn to perform better under pressure? I recently had a competitive golf match and folded like laundry in a Vietnamese humid climate. Question of the Day is produced and mixed by Nathan Rossborough with Allison Hockenberry. 